0: I want to tell you that I have partnered with the Araza Beauty skincare and Makeup line. I talk a lot about toxic products and it's not just what we put in our bodies, but what we put on our bodies that count as well. As are, you're currently using products that have chemicals you cannot even pronounce. I am here to tell you that there is a clean beauty company that actually works. Araza name comes from the super rare fruit grown in South America. Highly regarded for its nutraceutical properties like high polyphenol, carotenoids, and vitamin C content, which is double that of an orange. It is wild picked from the jungles of Amazon. I mean, I know it sounds so romantic. And it is immediately turned into an extract so that it retains its skin healing properties. I have been using Araza for many years now and I have to say that the way it feels on my skin and the way it looks is amazing. It is so lightweight, great coverage and yes, anti-aging as well. I love the coconut cream foundation and the translucent eyeshadow. The pigment colors are beautiful and are long lasting. It is now coming to end of summer fall is almost here ladies and show those lips off with a rejuvenating coconut lip color with all natural ingredients such as organic coconut oil and castor oil sweetened with stevia and essential oils just the thing to show off i mean i never thought a makeup line can be so clean and yet so beautiful as if that wasn't enough for every product that is sold Araza donates a portion of the profits to organizations that help victims of sex trafficking and domestic violence recover and heal. How do you get your hands on these products? Which by the way, you do have a choice in the option of trial size and full size. Click on the link in the show notes and add the Root of Our Health 15 at checkout for 15% off your first order. Welcome to the Root of Our Health podcast, a holistic health and wellness podcast for women over 40. I am your host, Elizabeth DiCristofano, a functional medicine health coach, and each week I will provide bite-sized tips, knowledge, and insights, along with experts and thought leaders, so we can all learn how to get to the root cause of our health as we dance into the second half of our lives. Please keep in mind, this podcast is for educational purpose only, and should never be used as a replacement for any medical diagnosis or treatment. Thank you for joining me. Now let's dig in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Root of Our Health. It is such a pleasure having your ears listen to this podcast, and wherever you are, Hopefully you are listening this to, you know, either in the car or working out, wherever you're at. Thank you again for listening, tuning in, and hopefully you enjoy this episode. Um, This is a solo episode, of course, and this episode, I figured, I, I heard another podcast talking about this. And interesting enough, uh, it was Chris Cresser's uh, podcast that recently talked about this. But I, you know, the information that I'm going to be sharing is actually from his, um, his like his uh, blog that was done a, a few years ago. And the topic that I chose to talk about today is uh, seed oils. Why am I talking about seed oils? i don't know for you my audience i'm not sure if you all are still having uh you know seed oils meaning vegetable oils uh, soybean oil stuff like that Uh, i know a lot of uh, people nowadays are really gravitating towards olive oil which is great however i do know that there are many those that are out there that are still having seed oils and it's not just you know you picking up the seed oils or buying the seed oils; these oils are actually in a lot of um, processed products. So any you know um, packaged goods that you buy, and I I thought when I heard this this podcast uh, you know last week, I was like, yeah, you know what? These need to be talked about more. I it's it's not talked about often, and I think it's just a you know. A lot of people don't know about it and you know, we we'd say that seed oils are bad but do we know why and so that's why i am basically taking again information that i found on chris kresser's uh, blog post which i will go ahead and link that up in the show notes so that you can because i'm i'm not going into as much detail as he did which was phenomenal he gave really really good information and um, Chris Kresser is huge in the functional medicine world. Um, you know, he is he is reputable, he is knowledgeable, and everything that he says really is a, seriously a scientific fact. And you know, you can't get any better than that. i that's why I usually whenever I provide any education or information, it is from the likes of Chris Kresser, it is from the likes of Dr. Mark Hyman, it is from the likes of those, I wanna say top-notch people in the functional medicine world, only because they have really dug down into the research, getting to the root cause that we as functional medicine well, them as practitioners, but me as a health coach, um, really likes to get to that root cause. And any education that we could give, and again, you heard this in, the, in my intro, this is for educational purpose only. Now, what I am about to uh, disclose really is factual. Um, and so it's not, it's not medical that you have to take, you know, um, you know, somebody that is a doctor, this is factual. So I'm just going to get right into it because, you know, you obviously want to know what are seed oils, why are they bad for us or bad for me? Um, and let's just get into it. And, and before I actually do, I, I just remember remembered, um, you know, when I was doing this research on on this blog, and actually I, I pulled up a few blogs and Dr. Mark Hyman was one of them, um, but I felt that Chris Kresser's blog post, um, you know, really, really went into depth of the seed oils. And I had no idea of the history of seed oils. So what I'm about to disclose to you is, um, well, first knowledge for me, but it's just just wacky. It is just amazing how how we have so many things on our shelves that are so dangerous for us. And yet they are approved and on our shelves for consu- consumption. They are literally dangerous for us. And so I, you know, it's just, again, you scratch your head and you think, oh my goodness, what in the world are people thinking? Um, but that's where, you know, these podcasts and and blog posts and, you know, understanding these things come into play. That's why we arm you with this knowledge. So um, I'm just going to go right head into it. And so history of the seed oils. Well, this was actually seed oils. It was introduced in America, in the early 1900s. So it has been around for a long time. Um, but, <laughs> and this is a huge but, you know, um it was not used for consumption (laughs) it was actually originally used in soap making process so the cotton seed oil has been used for and cotton seed oil has been used for lighting as a fuel source so if you're ingesting cotton seed oil know that you are ingesting lighting fuel source um back in the day It was seen as quote-unquote toxic waste by Procter and Gamble, but they decided to use it as soap. Now what they found out was a plus that it had was that it could be chemically altered or which we call now hydrogenated. It turns it into a solid cooking substance called lard. So let's back up here. What was known as quote-unquote toxic waste by Procter & Gamble is now what we call Crisco. Yeah. Um, so that's just the cottonseed oil. Other vegetable oils followed um, soybeans in the 1930s and it became popular in the 1950s. Then you have canola, safflower, and corn oils followed shortly after. So what happened is because these are such low cost and they basically were, you know, pushed by the food and marketing industry, it made it so popular to use in cooking, even though this was actually the first time in history that these seed oils were used. So it is not natural. So when you think about vegetable oils, these aren't, you think, okay, vegetable, I'm, I'm having a, you know, a, it's a good source, it's vegetable. It is not, it's man-made, manufactured, and it was never used in history outside of probably around 1930s, 1950s. So let's get into how are these seed oils made? I say this again. Think they are natural? Well, think again. Seeds start out as in, in the plants. Then they are heated to extreme temperatures. This oxidizes, creating harmful byproducts. After that, it is processed with petroleum-based solvents. Next, manufacturers use these chemicals to deodorize the oils. The deodorization produces trans fats, which is known to be very harmful to human health. Finally, more chemicals are added to now improve the color. Why should we avoid these seed oils? Well, I mean, after talking about how they are made, I would totally (laughs) avoid these seed oils, but I will go into, you know, a little bit more information. Um, Of course, I say it again, it is not natural, quote unquote natural. With the increase of linoleum, linoleic acid which that is the primary fatty acid in the seed oils now linoleic acid was used back in the hunter-gatherer ancestor days but it was only used one to three percent in those days two versus i should say eight percent today eight percent it jumps from one to three percent to eight percent that we are using this linoleic acid Um, today's. So what that means is that our bodies were never designed to consume this much linoleic acid at all. Our human bodies were never designed to consume this. Another reason why we should avoid these seed oils is it has that imbalance ratio of omega-6 to omega-3. So we are not able to produce essential fatty acids ourselves. That is why we must get it from the outside sources. Now the ratio for omega-3 to omega-6 should be 1 to 1. However, our Western diets greatly exceed this ratio on the omega-6 side. So that takes the range from that 1 to 1 to 10 to 1 or 20 to 1. So you get 10 to 1 omega-6 to omega-3 or 20 to 1 omega-6 to omega-3. The high versus low produces an imbalance of pro-inflammatory and anti-inflammatory mediators. So what that means is the omega-6 has more pro-inflammatory mediator um, versus the omega-3 is, which is touted to be anti-inflammatory. This, pro- in, excuse me, this imbalance produces chronic inflammation, which then leads to a whole host of diseases. Just think back, a lot of times that we talk about these diseases, any types of diseases, and I'll go into um, what these look like, but inflammation is key for a lot of the diseases that are going on nowadays. So you have these, you know, um, seed oils, and when they have the imbalance of omega-6 to omega-3, you're getting more of this chronic inflammation day in and day out. Now another reason why we should avoid seed oils is that it, it oxidizes easily. So I talked about how the process um, is heated to extreme temperatures, then oxi- which oxidizes, creating those harmful by- byproducts. Well, again, it oxidizes easily, creates trans fatties, fats. Excuse me, creates trans fats and lipid peroxides causing cardiovascular disease and type 2 diabetes.